What's up, Fight Fans? This is UFC middleweight Chris Weidman. Today on the Won't Back Down podcast, I recap my return to combat sports after nearly two years where I grappled at Polaris 23 over the weekend. Plus, I speak to Marab, the machine, the Valashvili, after his dominant performance against Peter Jan at UFC Las Vegas. Let's start with the weekend action, which actually included myself for the very first time in nearly two years. I went to England. I went to Doncaster, England to do a grappling ma- match against one of the best grapplers in the world. His name is Owen Livesey out of England. Big, strong dude. It was, a, it was a tough match. I ended up losing by decision. Gave up some takedowns near the out-of-bounds line uh, towards the end, and I lost that way. Um, it was a tough match. I brought it. I was in his face the whole time and uh, tried my best. I had some issues, honestly, going to this fight about two weeks beforehand. I hurt my shoulder, so I couldn't extend my arm all the way. Uh, so shots weren't really an option. So my goal was, because he was got a lot of muscle on him, uh, there is no there is no drug testing in grappling matches. So uh, And, of course, I get tested by USADA. So I knew his muscle, he's, he was going to have a strength advantage, and the way to beat down that is fill those muscles up with lactose, uh, as much lactose as possible, or lactic acid, not lactose. And just get him tired. So I was pulling on his head. You know, I had some takedowns almost where I got control, but it didn't happen. It was a uh, it was a tough match. I got him really tired. He was you know slow to get back to the center a bunch of times. Um, it was a fun match. They're saying it was one of the most fun matches in the history of the Polaris promotion to watch. The fans out in England were awesome. They were super grateful that it came out to Doncaster, uh, which is kind of like a hole in the wall in England, and uh, that I was there to compete. They were super grateful, and I was grateful, you know, to get to meet all those people and uh, put on a show for them. You know, for me, as far as my career and uh, where I'm at, you know, I I broke my leg now almost two years ago, April 2021. This was my first competition before I get into fighting, and I thought it was just just a great opportunity for me to segue into a fight, a way for me to knock off some of the ring rust um, before I get into a UFC fight. And, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, the nerves and everything of a, of a fight week was it's not as nerve wracking going to a grappling match, but uh, you still got nerves. You want to do your best um, in there and you, you, you want to do everything that you, you know, think you can. Uh, so you just got nerves and excitement, kind of similar to a fight week. Uh, so I think it just allowed me to get a little bit more accustomed to getting back into competition mode. And so I, I'm super grateful I, I took the opportunity uh, to do this and uh even though I didn't get my hand raised, it was nice to get on the mic afterwards and just thank everybody who has supported me throughout these years. Um, you know, everything I've been gone through and to, you know, all the people that supported me just to, you know, shout them out, uh, all my friends and family. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to, I, it was nice to have that moment to be in the public eye once again and to just thank people. So this is a great opportunity. I'm happy I did it, even though I didn't get my hand raised. Um, I think it was good for me and the future of me getting back into the UFC. Uh, no one is in the UFC is allowed to be as strong as Owen Livesey. So to go in there with against <laughs> a guy that big and strong is only good for me. Uh, so I'm not mad at it. It's just uh, part of the rules. And uh, I'm, I look, I'm probably going to be fighting sometime in the summer. That's my goal. you know. So uh, to knock this out and get this under my belt was big. And... Uh, can't wait to get into a training camp and get back into UFC and try to shock the world again by climbing up those rankings in a very fast way. 
MMA Today delivers all of the knockout content as Anthony Smith and Angela Hill team up with Dean Thomas and RJ Clifford. Hot takes. I don't think Robert Whitaker is the second best middleweight in the world. Skill set wise, I think he's the best. Debates. Patty Pimblett. The character is more profitable than Patty Pimblett, the fighter. And analysis. The only time the champ champ thing makes sense is when you clear out a division. All in one place. MMA Today, Tuesday through Thursday from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Rob, the machine, the Valor's Billy. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Very great. Very, very good, Chris. I feel, I feel amazing. How are you? I am doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, I, uh, you know, I competed this past weekend too, right before you, you did. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it didn't go as as I wanted it to. Uh, but I was so excited. I was like the whole day. I was actually more nervous for you than I was for my own grappling match. I was like, I, I just, I was such a big fight for you. And out of everybody in the division, I honestly thought this was probably your toughest test because Peter Jan, he hits really hard. Um, he has good takedown defense. We've seen that throughout his fights. So for this fight, I'm like, I knew, obviously I believed in you. I think you could run right through him. I think you could run through everybody. You know, obviously we always take Aljo out of the picture. But, um, like, I thought this was going to be, a, a, you know, the, the most difficult one. And then you, for you to go out there and do what you did against probably, I think most people would say this most toughest stylistical matchup for you it's also probably one of the most stylistically bad matchups for peter yan as well um but for you to do what you did and the way you did it it was truly amazing to watch thank you so much chris yeah i you know man like you know i always look up to you 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 know you're such a great person and high level athlete but then yeah when you you know, like this is sports, and especially when when you when you competition, when you do like other sports like grappling or this is different. People doing this on twenty four hours, and it's but you know, big respect to you. Challenge yourself. You come back after big injury, and you did your your best. And I listen to your speech, man. I love you, and then I always look up to you. And you are you are a good example for me and so many others. So. Nah, but thank you for you, doing this. I, I, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you in Octagon. And I know, man, I know, I know no one can stop you in your division. And you have a style too. Like, you know, we have a style, man. We are, we have like a, you, you wrestler, man, all American, you know. Me, I learned, like, I, my background is judo, but I learned wrestling, like, in, in, like, in MMA, like, by using, I'm using wrestling, man. Wrestling, we have a good key. And um, man, we have to use this more, and then yeah, we got, with nobody stop us. And that's what's crazy and, is that we do have a similar thing where, like, I try to mentally break my opponents by pressure and getting them tired and stuff like that. But you know, you've taken this to a different level. You had forty-nine takedown attempts, Marab. Like, <laughs> bro, it's so funny. So I was watching this fight in England, right? And I didn't, I couldn't get it on my phone. ESPN. Uh, the UFC Fight Pass doesn't work over there or ESPN Plus doesn't work over there. You have to have BT Sports. So some Irish guy was in the bar and I made him sit down with us when we watched on his phone because he had that streaming service. So he, he was actually a big fan of Peter Jan, this dude, right? He didn't actually, honestly didn't know that much about you. I just told him, I said, bro, this dude's name is The Machine and you're going to see, you're going to know about The Machine after this fight. So beginning of the first round starts. And you're right in his face. The pre the pressure that you're putting on is insane. From takedown attempts, back up, takedowns, back up, and the guy goes. He looks at me. He's like, 
there's no way he could keep this pace up, right? Like, this is this is crazy. I know, bro. Wait until you watch, bro. This is just the beginning. He's not going to stop. There's a reason why they call him the machine. He will not stop. And that's what, like, people don't understand. We being in the gym with you for so long, you know, I know your gifts and how talented you are and how different you are and how you set yourself apart by your hard work and your, that hardworking ethic that you have. There's nobody who, who does it like you. I've seen you spar you know, 10 rounds at our gym with top guys, different guys every round, begging people in the gym, more people to spar you, you know, from every size, every level, from guys who were just starting to guys who, who've been competing their whole life. Then leave our gym, go somewhere else to fight, to, to spar with uh, guys who are in the UFC in Suffolk County. What's, what's his name? Kelleher? You go spar with yeah, Kelleher. He's getting ready for a fight. Then you come back to our gym and you want to spar more people. You truly are the machine. <laughs> like, yeah, like getting tired and getting, you know, uh, you know, burnt out is not something that is just doesn't happen for you. Let's talk about that for a second. Like, where, where does that where does that work ethic come from? And let's let's be honest, like Aljo, I heard him talk about it, too. Like, you know, you guys train real hard. He's sore. And he's like, does out does Marab get sore? Does he get tired? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> First, Chris, thank you so much, man. Like, so like uh, the fight day, you know, you know, like before fight, you always, um, you always nervous, like uh, where fight will go. And then, you know, we all know Peter, he's great striker and he defends wrestling good and he yeah. has a good cardio. He always brings yeah. in fourth and fifth round, even yeah. coming strong. And, yes. and then, He's, yeah, he looks killer. And, uh, you know, and, you know, like I said in, in my interview, this fight was for me a little more personal. And then I have to win on this fight because, you know, you know, uh, Russia, Georgia, you know, you know, you know, Russia, unfortunately, uh, it's it's our enemy. We, we are uh, neighbors. You know, we are, we are, we are, we are cool country but like some some reason russia wanna take over because they are punishing us because we are friends with europe and us and because anyways and you know like it's um least you know always when we have a competition in sport in with russia you know always in georgians we want to beat at least in the sport you know because you know this is yeah. good 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 competition anyways yeah. and uh, so yeah of course i was in my you know like my my, you know, my thoughts, my, you know, like I was my, you know, I, motion, everything. And then when um, I was about to go bus and when I came down and I see Ray Longo and Metzera and Ray, Ray Longo was talking with you in uh, with video call. And uh, I forget that you have a competition uh, same day. And, yeah. uh, and then I don't realize, you know, I was listening, you guys was talking and you said, let me talk, let me talk to you, Marab, and you FaceTime me, and then you talk to me, and you give me such a big motivation, man, you like, you like made me, like, you like Marab, it's, you know, like, you, I cannot repeat all these good things you tell, you tell me, and uh, that makes me also confident, man, you know, these little things, you know, yeah. uh, means a lot, especially from you, you know, how much I respect well, you and love you, and um, yeah, so, sorry. No, no, that's great, I, it, basically what I said was one of the things that were Ray and Matt and, you know, the cornermen were a little nervous about is that you, we know you love getting ready for fights. We know how much you love to fight. 
And uh, but usually going into a fight, taking it personal, maybe getting emotional before a fight, people don't think of it as a good thing. Maybe now you're going to get tired, energy dump, or you're going to be too tense. You're not. You're going to fight different. And so what I was yeah, trying yeah. to tell you is like, Marab, you don't have to be angry in there. You just be yourself. That's as ferocious as you need to be. Is Marab being the machine on its own? But let me ask you because it was personal for you. Like, how were you able to manage that? Was it okay for you to be personal? Were you mad in there? Like, screw you. Uh, you know, he, I remember you calling him a bully and like, you felt like Russia is kind of a bully too. And the way they, you know, politically, how they, you know, treat other countries, especially Georgia and, uh, you know, Ukraine, you see them as a bully and you were kind of yeah. thinking him as a bully. Tell me about like what, I, what happened, what, what was it about Peter Yan that honestly made it be, be, besides Russia on its own and, and how you take it personal with that country and Georgia and what they've done to you guys besides that, just him as a person, what was it? What was it about him that he said or did that really irked you? Four years ago when Aljo has a fight and uh, same time as Peter. And when we walked to the hotel and Peter was standing and looking at us like a bully, like a, he was looking, looking at us like a, he wants some problem, you know? He was trying to and intimidate, like, that's intimidate, intimidate you? He, he yeah, was trying to like, like intimidate you, know, you guys. Like, exactly. Yeah. And then, so, and that's how I remember first. But and then after that, you know, you know, he was winning his fight. He became champion. And uh, he was, uh, and then he fought Aljo and whatever he did, you know, I'm such an unprofessional. And he was still raising his hand, you know. And and after that, he was talking so much bad things for us. And like, I was mad about him, uh, you know, like, and uh, when when Aljo beat him in um, uh, Florida, I, I forgive him, I like move on. But then, then we met a couple of times, I, you know, I don't want to take he like right before his fight. I don't want to take his moment and like talk anything bad. You know, and uh, anyways, and uh, so and then yeah, I met also like last time I met him in Abu Dhabi and he he called me zero. You know, he, he told me I'm nothing. And uh, but I smile because he has a fight and uh, you know just what are you gonna do? Anyways, I, he's a he's a really bully. You know. And uh, he he was he was he was champion, but he wasn't still humble. You know, that's the that was thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, the motion, whatever he, he was talking. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So like, yeah, so so like when they give me this fight, it was like uh, really like some days like I was worried like because of the extra pressure, because of the the political, uh, because of he's from Russia, because of he's such a bully he is, you know, even though if I was against Jose Aldo, I don't care because he's a great and then God bless, you know, you beat me, but it's good for your family, good for yourself and move on and I will just cheer for you and then yeah, you beat me in the sport, it's okay. But like if I lost against Peter, I will maybe kill myself. <laughs> and it was like this, this, yeah, yeah, man. This thing was killing me. That's a lot of pressure. Sometimes yeah. usually people fight them, a lot of pressure. But so like so now when you ask me that how was I was feeling in the fight, but the maybe the fact that he like kind of touched my neck or like punched me in the neck or rain Wednesday when he disrespect me again, and that's where I made come a little bit more and I'm like this guy is really stupid you know and then I have to beat him actually that may, maybe uh, I don't know I, the other day I'm a professional of course when I you know maybe I've been worried before the fight 
But you know, of course, in a fight, what I did is, and especially yeah, like Ray told me same thing, whatever he told me, just focus your stuff, like don't don't mix with your personal, just do your best, right? You know, do keep it professional. And um, and then I try to be tricky, you know, like not like play his game, and that's why I keep it five rounds. And then I don't I don't try to like when I had had his headlock and like this, I don't try to like go go hard to like try choke because I don't want to waste too much energy if something happened he he you know I don't finish him and uh, I don't want to get uh, I don't want to be tired so I was just uh, the, the shooting you know like I'm shooting because I make him tired shoot if works or works if not I let go punch again yeah, shoot again yeah. you know you know yeah. you know because yeah I had to play my game not yeah. his game I love it. I love it. That that's such a hard style for anybody to deal with. It's it's amazing. It was amazing to watch. No one's ever seen that before. It, it is kind of crazy. The one the one person who had the most takedown attempts before you was Cain Velasquez. He was a heavyweight, and he had a similar style. He's a he's a guy I love watching too. You know, because as a heavyweight for him to be able to have that type of cardio and break guys mentally and physically, with his wrestling into his stand up into you know getting the takedowns, but like just mixing it up is so big. Hey, guys, if you're just joining us, this is Won't Back Down Radio. I'm talking to Marab Davalosvili, and he just came off a huge win over Peter Young, completely dominated him in a five-round fight. Uh, Marab, I want to talk about what's next. So after, after this weekend, Dana White was asked about, you know, uh, Marab and if he's going to be fighting for the belt. And he, he, he said something um, basically like – it's not a good idea for Marab to wait. Like it, it's not going to work out good for him. What What was your thoughts on that? What do you think he meant by that? I'm sure you've seen that already. Yeah. So when I after I beat Josie Aldo and say I'm not fighting my brother, Aljamai Sterling, and I make very clear, you know, I said please don't ask me this question again. And uh, uh, you know, after fight, I walk with my team and was going to go do press conference. It was wait. They said Dana's doing press conference and let's wait. He will finish and you guys doing interviews next. And then Dana came and he goes straight to Longo and then, oh, he was talking <laughs> a little mad about me. I should not say that I'm not fighting Aljo, you know. And I'm like, I mean, I speak from my heart. Nobody told me what should I speak. You know, like this is only control. You know. Only thing they cannot control, you know, because they we, we are like a venom or like whatever. So then only we can talk whatever we want, right? Because I yeah. speak always my heart. And that was a little bit shocked the first time. But uh, yeah, now I, I see again, you know, he said that. Uh, but hey, man, like this fight was meant more than championship for me. I'm happy to fight UFC and every victory means a lot. But actually... Uh, yeah, after the Josie Aldo, when I was waiting for fight, um, uh, Sean Shelby, matchmaker, told me that he was he don't want to give me O'Malley, he don't want to give me Chitovera, Sanhegan. He said no, Peter Yan because he still can't stand there because if if I beat him and then I'm not fighting title and then I understand business, you know, I understand yeah. business, um, and I was feeling bad and I was like uh, sad and I was like without fight and luckily the Peter pushed for this fight, and then thank God, and then I was able to fight Peter. You know, to be honest, yeah. I don't want to fight Peter because, you know, like you know, he has, he's coming from loss, and then uh, I'm coming from eight before eight fight win streak, and I said like, why I fight to fight Peter? But like, it was no other fights for me, and um, 
And then, yeah, luckily, I, they give me Peter, I fall, I win. Now, then I said, this one, I understand. But also, Aljo said, uh, he's going to beat uh, Sehudo and Omali, and he will move up. If Aljo decides to do that, then I will fight Taita. Otherwise, man, I don't want to fight my friend, you know? He, you yeah. know, he's my brother. And, like, you know, like, you know, it's a fight, and, like, why you know like one of them has to lose and uh in uh, i love him and uh, you know yeah. like you know it is it is such a tough situation you know i i know how close you guys are but when the moment actually comes when it when you truly are you know losing out on opportunities for you your family you know to be the to be a champion and which means millions of dollars you know and we all know that any fight that you do fight, there's always a possibility of losing, and then you lose that momentum. So, like, when you have these, these situations where it's like, all right, now Marab could fight for a title, but he can't because his buddy's there, you're in a tough position. Like, what do I do next? Um, let's talk about some scenarios. So, Aljo wins his next fight against Cejudo. Now he fights Sean. Now you're, you're okay with him fighting one more with O'Malley. That was kind of the agreement. He's going to get Cejudo and then O'Malley, and then he's moving up, right? That was that's kind of that's what he said. And, uh, okay. he, yeah, he's champion, man. You know, he's champion. He can do whatever he wants, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, he he say, and like maybe he wants to stay more. Maybe it's you know maybe he wants. I mean, I, I mean, no, no. I'm just saying. You know, even if he wants fight more, then he he can do whatever he wants. But that's what he say. He wants beat uh uh yeah Sehudo and Omali, and he wants to challenge himself to go up and wake up since. So, all right. So he fights. He fights Cejudo. That's in was that May, May, May in two May. months. Yeah. And then O'Malley, if he's on unhe- if he's completely healthy, that would be July. The O'Malley wants July. They were trying to push a little early, but uh, Aljo won't be able to fight, fight again back July. You know what I'm saying? Because Aljo always needs some time to yeah. So uh, maybe maybe early fall or something. I would say yeah. I would say probably I mean, fall, September, October. So now the question is this, though, for you: Do you wait? The, I don't even know if the UFC is going to allow you to just jump in a title shot. Let's say Aljo beats Cejudo, he beats O'Malley, he's a champ. He's going up to thirty. He's going up to forty-five now. Uh, they they have a new belt. You know the belt's open. And they want you to fight. I don't know Cheeto, Sanhagen, you know uh, Cejudo or uh, O'Malley for the championship. I don't even know if they're going to let you just do that. Like, are you going to, are you, how many more fights are you okay with risking fighting before you eventually, you know, wait for Aljo to be done at the weight class? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard though, of course. Like, uh, yeah, now I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, actually, winner of me and, um, winner of me and Josie Aldo was supposed to fight Taita. And, uh, yeah, I won that and then, you know, and uh, yeah, now I beat Peter, and now it's a hundred percent. But and now you know, uh, I may I don't have no problem, man. But you know, I just want to be busy, but also I don't want to take uh, um, any other fight because it's like you said, it's a uh, risky, and you know, yeah. like championship fight. It's always, of course, that's what we are fighting for. But listen, yeah. man, I'm like I'm happy where I am, and let's see, I'm not rushing nothing, and I'm happy for our Joe, and I I'm gonna just like uh, this week, I'm just gonna like. Uh, uh, start jogging, uh, swimming a little bit, and the next week I will be back to the gym and help Aljo to preparation his upcoming fight against Henry Cejudo. And then, like, uh, I'm good, man. It's like I'm healthy. I'm happy for Aljo. And then, uh, 
it's good. We will, we will, we will, we will, we will, we will figure it out something, you know, like, but, you know, like this, like, you know, me, you, Aljo and our team and like, you know, we have a good relationship. We are good friends, you know, like nothing but love, but this, this is, you know, I respect this one a lot and this is more than, uh, it's, it's more than it's yeah. So it's I, more it's more than just about money, but at the end of the day, Aljo yeah. understands your situation. He's gonna want to do the right thing by you too. So it's a mutual it's a mutual respect and love, and uh, in 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 one way or the other, it's gonna work itself out in, in a good way. Um, you you deserve you deserve the best, and I'm I know it's coming for you either way. So especially you you know you being such a good dude like this, there's not too many people on the planet that would forfeit an opportunity to fight for the belt when you know that's that's life-changing money that's millions you know um once you get that belt you get pay-per-view buys and all that stuff um so just another testament to how how great of a guy you are um and uh yeah i'm excited for your future buddy and i appreciate you coming on the show uh, right after your big win um i know you're gonna be on mma hour and stuff like that you're gonna be with all all the big big wigs are gonna have you on the show so Appreciate you hooking yeah. up your buddy Chris well, Wyman's Wolf Pack Down Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Chris. Let's go back, brother. <laughs> my man, the my best. man. You're the best, brother. Love you, man, and congrats. I'm excited for your future. Thank you, Chris. Let's go. No problem. You, Thank you. Bye. You want more of Won't Back Down? Tune in to SiriusXM Fight Nation every Monday at 5 Eastern for Won't Back Down Radio. And keep it locked on Fight Nation all day for the best combat sports talk on the planet. That's SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156, or on the SXM app. Available with all the SiriusXM trials and popular plans. SiriusXM Podcasts.